Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. Which you can hear every night, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Joe, I thought for a moment I was going to talk to Angie Bowie and I wasn't prepared. And then I realised it's not. It's Andrew Bowie, Conservative MP for West Aberdeenshire and uh, Kincardin. Is that how you say it, Andrew? Right in one, James. Right in one. Kincardin. You're You're not related to the other Bowie, are you? No relation at all, I'm afraid. Actually, that wasn't his real name, which is, you know, I found that out quite late on in life. Jones is his real name, David Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are are the original Bowie then. Yeah. I I don't know if original, I think about, well, he was about 40 years older than I was. But anyway, that's... uh, All right, let's talk, let's... Now we've done that, let's talk a serious bit. Um, yep. Obviously, you listened to the Prime Minister's uh, speech today yep. and those of the uh, the uh, medical advisers with him. Um, what did you take away from it? Look, I think what uh, we have to take away from it is that we are uh, upping our uh, response to uh, coronavirus here in the United Kingdom. We're reacting to events, still very much basing all our decisions on, on science and evidence and on the advice we're getting from the experts. But we need the British people uh, to have great strength and great forbearance as we move forward. Everybody can, but to take on board the advice of the Prime Minister, follow the advice, which, of course, is that we should steer clear of pubs, clubs, cinemas and restaurants. If you can start working from home, please do so. We're, avoid, we're asking people to avoid any unnecessary social contact and any unnecessary travel. And please only use the NHS when we need to. We need to free up capacity in the NHS to deal with those people who are suffering from coronavirus. If you are suffering symptoms or if anybody in your house is suffering symptoms, please stay indoors for 14 days, self-isolate and prevent this from being spread around well, why the, are they shutting the pub? Why aren't they shutting the pubs over? They're saying don't go to the pubs and theatres. Why aren't they just shutting them then? Because they well, haven't I mean, had to pay for it. Well, why are they giving uh, them a choice? This is well. This is the, the government are reviewing things on a on an hourly, well certainly on a daily and probably an hourly basis as we as we look at the situation across the country. Right now, we're just asking people to avoid uh, going to pubs, clubs, cinemas, theatres, etc. We're not taking the steps of closing them. But you know, this is all under view, and things are going to be changing on a daily on, on mm. a daily basis. So, yeah. But one of the advisors said, and I I was slightly heartened by that because of my great age, obviously. Um, that, you know, he didn't want people over the age of 70 to suddenly <clears throat> get very upset and very worried 
uh, because the vast majority of people over 70 are probably fitter than quite a few people uh, over 50 now, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, no, absolutely right. There's, a, there's an incredibly large amount of very healthy over 70s out there. But the, prop, the, the issue is that it is more likely that you're going to have uh, vulnerabilities or you might have uh, uh, overriding health conditions if you are over 70. If you are in that category, that's when you've got to be especially careful. But young um, people, young people who have those also have to be careful. Absolutely, um, which, is why, which is why we've said for anybody with an, uh, an, an overriding health condition, mm. for pregnant women and for people over 70, um, it's very important that they follow the government's advice, steer clear of any social well, contact for the immediate future. But, you know, the, the thing is that there will be a lot of people who will have had this virus and not even realised it, which mm. was said today, yeah. uh, they will have caught it, they will have had a runny nose, a cold, a bit of a cough maybe, yeah. and even some people who will have got the virus and had no effect from it at all, just yeah. like some yeah. people can get the flu or a cold. Absolutely. And it just, I mean, I've, my nose yeah. has been running for weeks, but I but think the it's important more to do with the air conditioning. Is, is to get tests out there so that people who have had it are then probably immune and we can start the economy going again and they can go out and work. And... Well, I mean, the thing is, we... Uh, this, this is what if you have symptoms, if you think you've got it, we're asking to stay home. Uh, in terms of testing, I mean, the UK have actually tested more people for this than any country in the world, bar China, Italy, and South Korea. We've tested more people than France, people than Germany. We're only testing people, people who are going into hospital now. Well, we are now, to, but we're, going, we're ramping up the tests. We're going to get up to 5,000 and 10,000 tests uh, in the field as soon as possible. We are working very, very. Mm quickly make sure that we get as many tests out there and that those people who need to test it are tested. But, but you, we've got to prioritise those people yeah. who are working in frontline health uh, as frontline health professionals dealing with the crisis head on. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. I want to talk to uh, David Ells, travel writer from The Lonely Planet Now. David, good evening. Good evening. Um, what is this going to do to the travel industry? I mean, I know people are still going abroad. I've And I've seen cars coming up the M20 while I was driving in earlier that have come from, uh, well, I spotted one from Germany, one from France, one from Denmark. So they're still coming in. Yeah, the, the travel, travel is still happening, but it's massively restricting, um, either because people don't want to travel or because countries are not letting travellers from other countries in or out. So put all that together and we've got lots of flights being cancelled and overall international travel is way down. What do you think this is going to do and is the, is the travel industry going to survive it? The travel industry as a whole, and there will always be a travel industry, but what we may see and what we probably will see is some travel companies might not survive. Now, I don't want to belittle the coronavirus situation at all, but whenever we have a certain situation that puts travel companies under pressure, we know from the last few years we've seen companies suffer. They, a lot of them run on a tightrope. Not all. There's some airlines and some travel companies which are financially secure, but a lot of them run on a tightrope anyway. One event like this, not enough punters, not enough bums on seats, and that's the kind of thing that can push them over the edge. And I think we are going to see that over the next few months and, and going towards the end of the year as everything sort of settles down. And what happens then around school holiday times? I, I'm not sure what you mean. What, what well, I mean, uh, well, we've got the Easter holidays coming up. Will people still go away, do you think? Will anybody oh, go see. away? Right, well, we, we're, we're, we're working hour by hour, literally, day by day, 
At the moment, the, you, we've, we've just been talking about the advice that came out in the last hour or two. Don't go to pubs and clubs, avoid social contact, avoid unnecessary travel. Now, holidays, is that necessary or unnecessary? Going to pubs and clubs, that might be the same um, as going to a, a hotel with your family or, or a holiday park, whatever it might be. So if those regulations are going to be in and possibly, possibly sorry, those, that's advice at the moment and requests, it might become regulations. If they're going to be toughened up, we might see more restrictions, both on UK holidays, so people have decided to stay in the UK, and on international travel. But they're talking today, the, the European uh, Commission President, Ursula von der Leyen, has, has said they will ban people probably for, to fly to Europe and out for 30 days. Absolutely, that's what we're going to see. I mean, the way things are moving now is the, the scientific advice seems <clears> to be to, to restrict as much as possible and as much as reasonably possible. Everybody knows that there's some business that has to be done and there's some people that do need to fly for whatever reason or travel for whatever reason, but non-essential travel. And anybody who's thinking about a holiday or thinking about travel at the moment, there's plenty of good advice. And my key message, and this is what we always say at Lonely Planet, is get yourself onto good, reliable sources of information. And that may not always be your favourite newspaper. Go on to the FCO site. It's the government's own site. That's where the scientific advice is based on, and that tells you all the countries in the world what are good to what are safe to go to, where you can't go to at all. That's changing by the minute. Good, reliable sources of information. That is your absolute key to success. Mm. In and what happens uh, with the airlines? How many of these airlines will survive? Well, if I knew that, I probably wouldn't be a travel writer. I'd be a, a stockbroker or something. We don't know. We simply don't know. We're just going to have to see. Some of the big airlines, they're financially secure. They've got deals going with their uh, passengers already. They're offering to rebook flights. Mm. You, you get a refund or you can have a flight at another time. Some of the smaller airlines, we might see they just can't handle this. We really do. But the big airline, British see. Airways, are saying they may not be able to handle it. Some of the big airlines, I mean, they're suffering sort of the most because mm. they've lost 90% of their business, some of them. Well, some of the big airlines are saying they're financially secure. Some of them are asking for government help. We've got to see what happens. But the key for passengers is not really is this airline going to survive next year. It's what happens to the flight I've just bought that I was going to go on holiday next month. So for passengers, anybody with a flight booking, mm. Absolutely stay on the information. It's really hard to phone anybody, any tour company, any airline at the moment. Go onto the website of your travel company. They've all got updates on their homepage. You click straight through, coronavirus updates, see what's going on there. A lot of them are offering refunds, rebookings. Okay, we give you your money back or we'll hold it over. You come away with us later in the year. They're trying to spread the losses as well, spread the impact. So if you've got a holiday booked, if you've got a, fly booked, a flight booked, Go onto the website of your airline or your travel company and see what they're doing for you. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Right, listen, we keep hearing today um, that uh, we're going to sort of see pubs closing down, uh, restaurants closing down, everything else. Let's talk to uh, Emma uh, McClarkin, who is the CEO of the British Beer and Pub Association. Uh, Emma, good evening. Good evening. What's going to happen? Well, today's announcement is devastating news for the pub sector and the social and economic value that the pub and beer sector provides to the UK is under permanent threat. Make no mistake about it. Um, we could see the end of our pubs 
thriving in our communities as we know it. There'll be job losses by the tens of thousands and some as soon as the end of this week. We need urgent action now. What would you like to see the government do? Well, the government's announcement today was extremely unhelpful. It gave very little instructions on the guidance that they give uh, to the public to avoid going to pubs. And, of course, we need clarity as businesses moving forward. We employ hundreds of thousands of people in the UK, and we need to know how we're going to advise them. They've given an advice today that is not clear at all. We need urgent action. We need definite support. We need to get cash flow back into these businesses, else they will close. Because I have a little restaurant uh, up in Yorkshire and, uh, you know, just run by my son and his wife. Uh, and I'm very concerned about it because it, it works like most of these small uh, restaurants and pubs, sort of uh, week by week. Um, and nobody has said, uh, people are still going in, by the way, for which I'm very grateful. Uh, but nobody has actually said, you know, Boris has said, well, they uh, everybody should stay away. But he hasn't said, well, we want them all to close down. Because presumably if he says that, they would be the businesses entitled to some sort of compensation while they're closed down. But that has not been outlined by the government. And pubs mm. like restaurants... Um, operate on very small margins. And very they'll be small. Operating, some of them will be operating on maybe two weeks' worth of cash flow. Once that's gone, they'll be closed. Yeah. And those jobs will be lost. Yeah. And they may not reopen. And pubs are at the heart of our communities, and we really need to make sure that they stay there. And in order for that to happen, within the next 24 hours, the government needs to take urgent action. We need to see cancellation on business rates, um, uh, deferred payment on taxation, on VAT. We need to see beer duty being cancelled, um, bank lines extending their credit um, so that people can actually keep their businesses open. This is very, very real. It is happening. And giving a small advisory note without any clear instructions is deeply unhelpful and it's absolutely devastating for the pub sector. But even with all that help, can they still survive? Yeah. For a few weeks, but you know there has to be more than that as well. And there it's all right. Have to be more. Yeah, it's all right. The, um, who, the MP we were talking to from Scotland, Mr. Yeah. Bowie, earlier, Andrew, uh, saying, "Oh well, we announced in the budget lots of money to help the yeah. the industry, but it, they haven't yeah. actually said how that would well, work." They didn't even know they were going <clears> to <throat> shut the pubs then. Or well, I think they've known, but I think they're trying to work out how they're going to do it. But what is the point of shutting everything? It does. It seems ridiculous. But if they're saying you shouldn't go there, well, yeah, why they're are they saying you shouldn't go. Choice? Well, they're giving people the choice because it will be very difficult to police, won't it? How are you going to police it? Well, you lose a license, but, a pub would, if they, you know, public health, isn't it? I mean, yeah, well, a lot, you know, there are other ways of doing it. But why on earth don't they actually come out and say, well, maybe city centre places should close? We're going to say we want them all closed. Uh, maybe then there's a different raft if you live in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and most of the people that go in there, you know, I don't think we can close the whole country down, do you? Am I don't I? think um, that is something that we want to see. But unfortunately, we are being forced into the situation where telling people to avoid going to a pub is pretty much the same as uh, closing the pub, but without the clarity of that mm. instruction. And so we desperately need to get some clarity on that. And we but is it is it because they feel that they would then be duty-bound to uh, give mm. some kind of help if they insisted they were closed down? And this way, uh, they reckon that they'll get away with it. Well, of course, they won't. Because it will have the same impact. 
And the same impact creates the same job losses, the same pub closures. Yeah. And the reality is, is that we need the support now. We need to help with the cash flow and reducing our costs on businesses now to have the best chance to ensure that we keep a thriving pub life or any kind of community pub life in the future. Are you going to get in touch with the government, Emma? Um, I've been in frequent conversations uh, with people throughout today trying to get some uh, more fear on the guidance that they are going to provide and the level of support. And we're hoping that we're going to hear more from them uh, tomorrow. But we need urgent action now. And I would say to anybody listening to this, put the pressure on your MPs, take, put the pressure on the government to support these industries because they will be gone from mm. our communities if mm. we don't get that support to them. And then now. communities will fall apart. And that seems to me to be a ridiculous situation to put everybody in. Well, everybody wants to have a local pub. Sometimes it's the only social network place that people have where they physically meet and share and support their communities. And unfortunately, they are at risk. Be under no uh, illusions. This is an existential crisis for the pub sector. And if you want that community asset to be there, then we need that investment and action now. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.